Hey guys, it's Troy. Hello everyone, it is Jiggy. And welcome back to another episode of the Women's Wrestling Weekly Review here on the Pipe Bombshell Podcast. And it's our 16th week of, you know, doing these reviews. Episode 16. Sweet 16. Sweet 16, girl. Holy shit, it's been four months then. Can you believe? Actually, oh my god. Wow. Honestly, like, super happy because it's been a while. We've Mm -hmm. gone through, at least we've gone through four pay-per-views and some takeover. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely something. But any announcement you want to make? Um, I'm just hoping that I don't know, just like some hopes for the Pipe Bombshell podcast. We have been contacting some people, um, and mm-hmm. hopefully they say yes. And if they don't, don't worry. We'll it's, let okay. You know. it's okay. It's we'll okay. Cancel them. We'll cancel them. Ah, no, do not add them, Troy. Hello. Okay. Uh, yeah, so shall we just get to it? It's not that. It's not that much compared to the last week, but it's still something. Yeah. Shall we just sure. get to it? Okay, so it's the Survivor Series um, post-pay-per-view show, so let's jump right in, girl. So first up, we got Survivor Series, and and honestly, one of the big four pay-per-views, of course, and Uh honestly, I was not that disappointed, but knowing that it's Survivor Series, I just feel like, even as a whole show, as a whole... Um, it did not live up to its name. Um, I hate to say it, but yeah, like okay. as the show as a whole, but the women's action, no doubt that it was great. Like, I just wish there was something more. Like, I remember hearing this in one of the wrestling YouTube channels I've heard. I think I'm not sure if it was Planet Productions or, yeah, I think it's Planet Productions. But one of like the saddest things nowadays is, um, Survivor Series may be a big for pay per view, but even but Money in the Bank has significantly. It it's, it feels more important than Survivor Series, to be yeah. honest. So I just feel bad for Survivor Series, especially that this is the Undertaker's. I know. Last, like last appearance in the WWE, and I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now before I, for, I completely forget about it. Where was Michelle McCool? Girl, I watched the whole damn show, waiting for Michelle McCool, and we got nothing. No comment. I'm so mad, y'all. I was really expecting Michelle McCool to be the last one there. I'm not even gonna lie. Same here. Like, hello. Anyways, but let's just focus on the positives and talk about Survivor Series, like the matches that we got. So first up, and surprisingly first up, in my opinion, um, we Same. got the Raw. We got the Women's Championship face off between Sasha Banks and Oscar. So Troy, go right ahead. Well, you know, I, we've talked about it in the past. Pe- some people weren't really looking forward to this match, obviously because um, we've seen it a lot of times in the past. So people weren't as excited. But girl, they still delivered. Like they the still fact did. That, I know, like the fact that they face each other about four or five times now. This is the third pay per view in the queue. Third pay per view. Well, I'm pretty the sure. Fact that they can pull out new stuff every single time that they face each other in the ring just goes to show how much chemistry they have, how talented their in-ring work is, you know what else? Just how great they are as performers in general. Because, girl, that ending sequence is everything. Like, I remember it watching, really was. I remember watching this pay-per-view live. Um, girl, when the ending sequence was happening, when they were, like, doing roll-ups, oh. flipping 
flipping stuff and all of that, girl, I was shaking. Like, I remember I was on call with a friend and we were so worried that Sasha might lose, but she got the best of it. And exactly, this goes to show how much chemistry that they have, you know? And I'll go ahead. Yeah, but like, I really expected Sasha to win, mainly because Asuka, no offense, but you're pretty irrelevant right now. Saying go to your title. That's and, not even like shit. It's kind of the tea at this point. And um, in terms of Sasha, you know, she just came off this huge SmackDown Women's Championship title win inside Helena Cell. So there was no way that they would like, you know, kill her momentum off. But yeah, Sasha Banks won. So that's a point for SmackDown. So I'm happy. That's all. You know, surpri- um, wait, before I get to my points, I completely forgot to ask you. You were the Thunder Diamond Survivor Series. How was it? Um, here's the thing. My call time was 7.30 a.m. And I woke up at 8 a.m. <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, my seats went to some lucky whore. I, I, I don't know who, <laughs> went, who it went to, but yeah, I still enjoyed my, um, my Survivor Series experience, even though I didn't, like, make it on time. But, you know, trust, when Royal Rumble comes... I will be there for I am going to try. Like, you know, I've said multiple times I would be in the Thunderdome one day. But, like, for real, I have yet. I kind of sleep pretty early because um, I, I wake up, like, at 5.30 in the morning because yeah. I want my things to be done early. So I sleep mm-hmm. pretty early, like not like 10 or 11. But the thing, but WWE releases um, Thunderdome sign-ups in the Philippine well, time yeah. at 12 a.m. So, like, when I wake up, I'm like, oh, shit, I miss it again. <laughs> Yeah, it's really. I was hard. like, well, yeah, but like, you know what? At this point, I, I just want to be part of them. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't really have like words to express it. So, like, yeah, with my personal thoughts on the match, it was pretty. It delivered really well. They, what I loved about it is, despite the minimal buildup that the that that this mm-hmm. match got, there was a lot of storytelling. Like, surprisingly, mm-hmm. like. You really can sh- see in their emotions. And Sasha showcasing her submission capabilities, which she doesn't usually mm-hmm. do it, but we all know she can go with submissions, which yeah. I love. And I also, um, you know, Asuka, even though she came out of S- SummerSlam, probably the hottest woman out there, like arguably, like she mm-hmm. had the most momentum. Um, she just kind of dwindled down a bit, not not because it's her, not because it's her fault, but just because WWE hasn't given her much since then. Exactly. So that's why I think it's re- a really great idea for Sasha to take the pin over Asuka because Sasha has yet to pin Asuka, well, defeat Asuka clean, okay. and yeah. and this is not necessarily making Asuka look weak because it's a roll up. It's a roll up. So, so yeah, I think you're killing two birds at one stone. I think if I'm gonna talk about like. A standout for me, it's probably that code breaker from the barricade. And then there were a lot the of code that, there were a lot of code breakers, but that specific code breaker was amazing. So yeah, yeah Sasha, Oscar, always amazing. I'm so happy Sasha is this is I hate to say it, but this is the most dominant Sasha has looked as a champion in the main roster. Like Fair point. Like, I'm Fair just saying I hate to say it just because it it really took them this long to make Sasha look I strong know. as a champion. So I'm just happy you're finally doing it. Like, yes, Sasha serves this. So without further ado, shall we just move on to the match that I actually have a lot to talk about? I have a lot of I have a lot of things to say here too, so let's go. 
So next up, we got the traditional five and five Survivor Series women's tag match. So as I said, I have a lot to say. I feel like we have a similar thing to say, so I'll just yeah, go right ahead. I'll just say go right ahead. This match, uh, I'll be honest, this is probably one of my favorite Survivor Series tag team matches amongst the women. Like, everyone got the chance to shine. What I mean, like, I think it's a given that everyone does get a time to shine in these type of matches yeah. but there's about this one that i just really love or um, maybe it's the storyline going in with lana and all or maybe it's just the women that happened so let's just talk about the eliminations um like some spots real quick the superplex no one caught them well i mean that must have hurt. like some people would drag them like oh why didn't you catch them but yeah. at the same time I, at the same time it happens but personally i'm just like how's bailey <laughs> Like, why I is no one asking, know. how's Bailey? Like, that hurts, mama. She the top, make it drop. drop. Oh, exactly. She make it she drop. Right on that mat. And she, that was from her. When she fell down, she asked everyone, how are you guys? You know, she was making sure everyone was doing fine. But I'm like, girl, you're doing are you okay? Exactly. Okay. Like, but, some people uh, even caught Peyton. So, yeah, it was... Oh, I had the burp for a second. So yeah. <laughs> oh, there it goes. Okay, so yeah. Um, when it comes to them, and then like of course, honestly, one of the highlights for me in this match was when Peyton Royce with new purple hair. Oh my god! Poison like she she eliminated freaking Bailey for the with first a deja vu. By the way, I was not. I was not. I did not see this coming. At I all. did not expect Bailey Girl, to be eliminated. This was. All. This is amazing. Like, I feel like at first when I saw this, I'm like, oh my god, Peyton versus Oscar, we're getting it. But after t- after on Bra, I'm like, well, looks like we have to wait a little more longer. A little so, more. but I but this is definitely a sign that the Peyton singles push is still in mind. Whenever that mm-hmm. is gonna be. So yeah, that was amazing. And I'm just gonna talk about the specific spots that just really impressed me here. That's finished by Lacey Evans. Oh my god, oh. honestly fucking comment like holy honestly shit. like i'm surprised people like lady tends to be the w- one person that i keep on seeing dragged on my timeline at least so i'm i'm surprised that she got little to no praise i, f- I mean like that was an amazing spanish fly like yeah. um like you know regardless if you if you like compare it to io shirai spanish fly or charlotte spanish fly doing a spanish fly is hard and that is just like it, it on, 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 there, i have no words that's yeah, just no, but that's like but like <laughs> it was just amazing like that's all i have got to say and you know bianca belair has to be the star of the match though oh i don't want to say stand out of the match because everyone really stood out in my opinion like the riot squad even it, literally everyone stood out and i was surprised we didn't get a lot of natty versus lana in there as well oh, we and, real quick. i know right and then they made lana stand at the steps can i just say lana she looked she really looked like some five-year-old in the corner it was it was so funny and then like her lipstick i don't know if it was intense i don't know what happened to that but it added to the visual and it was amazing as well so i like that it was a great addition for sure if it made me intentional or not and then Shayna, I, I like how they um eliminated Shayna as well. It was really clever because mm-hmm. Bianca did pass out, and Shayna is the what is the type to um she has been disqualified in past matches, so she is the type to not let go if they are passed out. So um I like how what they did there. Shane, 
Naya and Bianca, like when I just had no words as well when Bianca literally lifted Naya and put her over the barricade. But after that, I we know. got a 10 count and Lana won. I don't hate not the even, ending. Not even Team Raw won. Like Lana won. Lana like, won, bitch. I am Lana. not mad. Granted, the fact that SmackDown has yet to win a single <laughs> Roberts and SmackDown um, um, Survivor Series match. But I'm going to take this. It's new. It's something that never won. It is the first time this happened, men or women. And this is this actually makes 100% sense. Because as much as you want to make Bianca Blair look strong, SmackDown had did. little... She did. She did. So no, no doubt with that. Um... You got two birds with one stone with Bianca Blair looking, looking strong. But at the same time, SmackDown really had... The only storyline that SmackDown had was Natty wanting to be on the team. And that yeah. didn't even have a proper payoff. I hate to say it. But maybe it's going to develop more um, in the coming weeks. But, um, you know, we don't know. And and Lana got the win. And it actually really helped with her character. Mm-hmm. But I'm like I'm just surprised, though. I heard a lot of boos. So I'm surprised. Like... Like, what are they trying to build Lana as? So, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. And I'm so sorry, Troy, if I said everything that you have to say. But go ahead. I just want to go to Raw. Because <laughs> everything. But, yeah, same here. Like, the, the spots in this match and just the whole match in general was really good. It was really well, um, well planned. You know, everybody got their chance to shine. And... I want to give special praise to um, Peyton Royce because I did not see Bailey eliminated first. You know, she's one; of, she's the most dominant SmackDown or actually women's champion of the past year, or possibly any champion on the company for the past year. And to mm-hmm. see her be eliminated like that quick by Peyton Royce really makes me think: okay, they have they have things in plan for Peyton Royce. So Hopefully, do not make it a random Royce. elimination. <sighs> okay. <laughs> As you said, the Spanish fly. We've never seen Lacey do a Spanish fly. We've seen her do a moonsault, but you know, I'm glad that you know, out of all of the people who took the Spanish fly, they chose Bianca because you know they know how talented Bianca is. You know, she works well with others, so that was might great. I add, might I add, Lacey and Bianca are both homegrown WWE They're talent. Both. So both WWE's power, me thinks. <laughs> exactly. Who else? Uh, Riot Squad. You know, tag team moves to Naya. I just hope that Naya sort of, I don't know, fell on her knees when the Riot Squad did their finisher because she just fell backwards and said, eh, I don't care. It doesn't hurt. She's like, oh, finisher. Cute. (laughs) What do I do now? But yeah, who else? Bianca Belair, of course, when she was the last one on SmackDown. She did backflips, front flips, moonsaults. She did everything in a span of like, it was really fast. Like, my jaw was dropped. My jaw dropped. Like I was like speechless. For real. Like, this isn't even the oh my first God. time I do this, but I'm just so impressed. You know. I forgot to mention, but can we just talk about that transition of Bianca doing her like cartwheel into like a into a moonsault, and then Shayna just caught her up there. That was such a great oh. transition. Honestly, I am applauding both Shayna for that spot because that that's I'm so sorry. a lot of like being in sync you know like, i'm so sorry for the noise i'm so yeah, sorry for the fine. noise is it hurt hopefully not yeah just a bit but don't worry about it hopefully but yeah, not. i agree that spot was 
amazing. Like they needed to have had like prepared for that for sure because that required a lot of like a lot of teamwork. Shane and Bianca. Shane and Bianca have such underrated chemistry. Like I'm surprised people don't talk about it a lot. Yeah, but yeah, I'm glad that even though SmackDown lost, Lana got her moment. You know, she got put through a table nine times, so might as well make her sole survivor. So you know, this pretty much puts her up there with Beth Phoenix, Nia Jax, and Asuka. So Lana Legend. Oh yeah. Lana Legend, literally. So that's. Do you have any final thoughts of Survivor Series? Well, in terms of the women, we got a win from SmackDown and a win from Raw, and the win from SmackDown is from Sasha Banks. So, I I'm fine with it. I'm not mad like how other people are. I I pretty much enjoyed this. I'm not mad, and you know what's one of the weirder things is when it comes to the women's champions, there are already storylines being built up there. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested in what you're going to do with that towards TLC. So I guess shall we just move on to Raw? All right. All right. So continuing this week with more women's action is Monday Night Raw. So first things first, we got a quick Lana and Asuka segment backstage, which mm-hmm. you know what? I'll, I'll just start here. I was so confused as to why Oscar was so. She was such in a good mood for someone. She who was the, night the previous. Yeah, that, that, that was pretty interesting to see, and she was like encouraging Lana to, you know, um, what do you call this? Encouraging Lana to face her for the title, and I'm like, hmm, this is interesting, which is fine with me because you know it goes to show that she's a fighting champion. She wants new challengers. But the part that I didn't like was the moment she said, "Who knows? You could go home being the next Raw Women's Champion." I'm like, "Girl, you're trying to make yourself uh, look weak. Come um, on, well, but you know what? I like that she's giving Lana this praise. She's giving Lana this chance. Um, I'm glad this match happened. I'll talk about it more later. But I just expected Lana to be a bit, you know, down." This raw because obviously she lost against Sasha at Survivor Series. Even so Asuka, expected, yeah, Asuka lost. So I would I would have expected her to feel a bit sad or I don't know, be pissed or something. I don't mm-hmm. know, after her match, you know, she was just there. She was she paused for a moment she before did. Sasha left. So I was expecting to see that Asuka, but you know, the next day she was happy go lucky. You know, challenging Lana for a title match, but. Yeah, I'll talk about it more in the match itself. Yeah, I'm just a bit confused on like what really happened over there. Um, like I feel like Asuka should have been like pissed off or something, but she sh- I I like the fact that she congratulated Lana though, because that a hundred percent goes with her character. But I feel like there she should have mentioned her loss the previous night. And mm-hmm. I know like some people are missing the Kabuki Warrior heel Asuka, because yeah. to be completely honest, that was really the in my opinion, that was the one that resurrected her career in WWE, her entire scenes. So people really want that back. But in my opinion, I don't know, it's just me. Um, Asuka, Natty, and Tamina are kind of all in the same category, which is like, it's kind of hard seeing them as heels, especially knowing these hundreds of stories of them being such mothers backstage. backstage. Like, obviously, obviously, we haven't heard that firsthand, but we've heard like numerous things about Asuka. Like, you know, um, when Becky 
like even just to know, even just like to know that the Becky Becky announcing her pregnancy was on the spot. Oscar didn't know anything about that. She thought Becky was injured. Just the way that Oscar reacted was just amazing, and the fact that um, and even Oscar ask for, for hell. I mean, like Oscar even has a YouTube channel where she is a I big know. gamer girl. So I'm like, how is that gonna be a heel? That's all I'm gonna say. So. Um, maybe not yet. Like, there's no particular reason for why she has to turn heel yet. But you know, overall, I just hope that I just wanted Asuka to mention the less more, mention mention the lost more. I mean, yeah. the lost, the lost. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I gotta all right. say for that segment. So if that's all you have to say, um, for our next segment, we got our weekly Firefly Funhouse, and I think it's time that we induct the feed into our honorary women's division yes. members. Our second inductee, Johnny <laughs> Gargano and the Fiend. And the Fiend. So yeah, it's a typical Firefly Funhouse um episode this week. So what are your thoughts? I, I I'm not gonna lie, I don't remember much of it. <laughs> but but um I like what the only thing that I particularly remembered was the visual before the Firefly Funhouse, mm-hmm. where it was Nikki and Alexa's tag team championship picture. And then you saw the bunny like crossing it, crossing Nikki the out. Bunny. Ah! I didn't know Ali was, was in here. But yeah, um, they were like crossing Nikki. Cr- wow. Crossing Nikki Cross's picture. Oh, yeah, that was a mouthful. So that was just like really fun to see. And honestly, I'm just, you know, at this point, it's not even that like, you might not take into account what they're saying, but what they're doing is amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but yes, that's all I have to say. Yeah, same here. I'm, I'm just glad that Alexa has something new in her character. She has a new storyline with The Fiend. Um, I'm still looking forward to where this goes. Obviously, she has a match with Nikki Cross later on in the night. But yeah, I'm glad that she's got this stuff with Nikki right now because, you know, for weeks, we've been, we've been joking about how Nikki Cross literally ignored Alexa Bliss when she came for real, but at least now she's like you know she's noticing like oh my god I have a friend here so yeah I'm fine with that. Any final thoughts on the fun house? Oh yeah, I remember they talk about the friendship and all. Yeah, that's all I remember. They talked about something about friends yeah. are horrible, oh, yeah. and then like Bray had like some flashback with Randy Orton or something. But that's oh, Bray Wyatt, and this that is, is not Wyatt. a men's wrestling show, so. Yeah, it was it was cute. It was fun. I'm excited to see how it develops all together. All right. So for our first of three matches, well, technically this match, we, we kind of talked about, we're going to talk about it like along with a tag team match because, you know what? Let's just get into it. So for the Raw Women's Championship, we got Asuka defending her title against Lana. So honestly, this was a really quick match. As we've all seen, you know, they each of them did their stuff before Oscar said, Let me wet the divas tag team. <laughs> she said, Let me. She really wet them with that bottle of water from announce from the announcer. She team. really did. But yeah, any thoughts on this whole disqualification thing? Which honestly for me makes sense because yeah, Lana losing after being a sole survivor does not make any sense. So I'm glad that they went with this. What do you think? Bitch, they literally locked up like once. So, <laughs> what can you say? Yeah, all I have to say is, you know, she really threw the water bottle in front of her face. I love that. Same. But, yeah, maybe let's talk about the tag team match more. Okay. For sure. So, what are your thoughts? We got the women's tag team champions, Naya and Shayna, 
going up against Asuka and Lana. Go ahead. So, you know, honestly, this was a pretty solid match. Not the best tag team match, I would say. Um, just comparing to the other tag team matches we've seen in the past. And yeah. it just, it's just, it's, I guess it's just serving a purpose. And I, it's just really saying that um, this is not over between Lana and <laughs> Naya. That's, it's mainly between Lana and Naya, so uh-huh. it's not over. And, you know, it was pretty solid. They all did their things. They basically destroyed Lana for Oscar got the hot tag. And Oscar beat Shayna, which, might I add, is only Shayna's third loss in WWE main roster. And, oh, yeah. might I add, Asuka, Becky, and Liv Morgan were those people. So, yeah, hashtag, hashtag justice for Liv Morgan, I think. <laughs> justice for Liv Morgan. So, yeah, that was just amazing. And, you know, it, it, it had its own spots. And I'm a bit concerned that we might not get another Raw Women's Championship match on PLC. It might be Asuka, Lana versus Naya and Shayna. But mm-hmm. all I'm going to say is the streak is over. Uh, not the streak that's over for years already. But oh my gosh. Well, personally, this match was this match was fine. You know, we got to see everyone do their stuff. Lana, obviously, the baby face being killed by the two bullies. The, the two they heels. really did, yo. Yo, they you really know. killed Young. They, they really set her up for the hot tag, but which was cool. So Asuka pinning Shayna with the roll up. That was fine with me. Um it, it's what they needed. I just don't need it. Like it doesn't sit right with me seeing Naya or Shayna lose by a pinfall or submission. Like yeah. a clean one. It doesn't sit right with me right now. Same. But yeah, that's all I have to say. I just hope that the women's tag titles get defended soon because it's been a while since I've seen a women's tag team championship match. I'm pretty sure the last time we saw it was the Cock Destroyers. Oh yeah, with the Cock Destroyers. And they lost. So (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, any final thoughts on this whole four way four way thingy with, you know, Oscar Lana and I and Shayna? It served its purpose. But I know they could have done better. No yeah. shit. For mm-hmm. now, all I can see is probably a tag team title match. Maybe I don't see where it goes. What I'm just, I'm looking I'm looking hoping that if they are gonna incorporate Oscar in this feud, I want them to do what TNA used to do or Impact as they are now known. Um, there are some times where they put the singles and the tag titles on the line together. Ooh. Oh fuck! Wait, no, never mind. That means one of them has to lose the championship. I never know, mind. Let, let me not bring that idea. Then so yeah, you better make sure Adam Pierce is not listening because he's he is have not. Plans. But <laughs> hopefully yeah, okay. not. Let's move on to the final match of this week's Raw, which, by the way, is probably the best match um, in a while in Raw. On Raw, but okay, let's just go with it. So we got the former. Best friends. It, it wasn't Peyton versus Billy level of emotion for me, but in terms of acting, this was a serve. So we got Alexa Bliss taking on Nikki Cross. And first of all, let's talk about Alexa Bliss's new gear, wrestling gear to be specific. She wrestled in, uh, what do you call that? It's not, it's not entirely a skirt because you it's know, like it's a tiny dress. To, yeah, it's like a tiny dress, which honestly, and I then, really like. It looks so cute. It's a dress, and then... Oh, frick, I forgot what you call it. The other thing that you wore. I think it was sort of like... No, it was a, a jumper. 
Yeah, sort of. It was like, like suspenders. You know, mm-hmm. we're not we're not good with these terms, but you guys know what we're talking about. <laughs> but this match, in terms of wrestling, I'm I'm fine with it. It was it was pretty decent. In terms of mm-hmm. acting, Miss Alexa Bliss, she said, "Break down." <laughs> she literally she cried really in the did. middle of the ring. She said, "Lenny the Karma." And cry in the middle of the Divas. <laughs> no, but, not karma. No karma. But wow, this is one of the best um, showings I've seen from Alexa. That's all I have to say. You know, the finisher, um, I think that was supposed to be a Sister Abigail for sure. But it sort of looked like mm-hmm. a flatliner because of the way that she hugged Nikki. I, yeah. Either way, it looked devastating. So Yeah, it, it looked great. But yeah, all I have to say is her facial expressions in this match served. Um, the pin, the final oh my God, pin. The pin. Her face was like, like, I was convinced she was crazy, but this was amazing for Alexa Bliss. I'm super buying into her. I love her theme song, by the way. I feel like the reason why I love it more was because I heard it after Nikki Cross's theme song played. No comment. Um, oh God. <laughs> but yeah, I just hope that this isn't the last time we've seen these two face off. Because girl, I know that they can deliver more than this in terms of wrestling in terms of acting for sure they got it down but in terms of wrestling they can definitely take it up a notch and especially with alexis new character i know she's gonna pull out some new moves so i'm looking forward to it what do you think i just want to talk about the quick promo that nikki cross our interview that she got here before the match oh yeah um i just want to say it was a bit confusing because nikki cross was like I, I am no longer friends with Alexa Bliss. Like, this is not about our friendship. But then, like, later on, she literally said, I'm going to be the fiend out of Alexa Bliss. I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, it kind of dumbed down Nikki characters a bit, if you're asking me. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I can let it slide. I just wanted to bring that yeah. out. So, Nikki versus Alexa. For sure, this wasn't the best match when it comes to wrestling itself. But the storytelling is God's here. Like, I'm going to go that far. God's it is God's here storytelling. And we even saw like glimpses of crazy Nikki. I am so excited. We are finally getting glimpses Ooh. of crazy Nikki. Like, it's just like, what's wrong with you? Like, and she was, she was, she would just like go ham on Alexa Bliss. And that was something that was definitely lacking with Nikki in the past few months. I be- um, even like ever since the main roster run. So I'm happy mm-hmm. that's slowly but surely coming back. And I'm just hoping that this is not the last encounter because. I dare, dare I say, this is a WrestleMania-worthy matchup if built up properly. For sure. For so, sure. Um, you know, the Rumble's coming up. Hopefully, they, they address it there. Oh, my God. I'm imagining um, The Fiend, Alexa, and the Rumble. That would be so amazing. Okay. Enough right. daydreaming for the day. So, I mean, well, not fine. daydreaming, but that's, that's, that's probably going to happen, but y'all know what I mean. So, yeah, overall, I just love the acting on both of these women. And this is probably one of the best Raw matches in a while. Because I'll be mm-hmm. real with you. Raw, out of like SmackDown or NXT, hasn't been much. No offense. Uh-huh. But um, it just, this is like the, one of the best in a while for sure. Like that's all I have mm-hmm. to say. Agreed. So, so, you know, this was the Raw after Survivor Series. So, you know, it wasn't super heavy in terms of women's action. You know, Alexa and Nikki was definitely the standout for me. But any final thoughts on Monday Night Raw? Um, nothing much besides the fact that where the hell is reckoning? We didn't get one reckoning promo whatsoever. 
absolutely forgot about her. Oh my god, the way we really said she'd be coming after the title after Survivor Series. Well, she said, "Let me take a nap. Let me be me again for a day." Oh, um, girl. <laughs> but you know, I guess we'll just see wherever she'll go soon. Because for sure, I'd love to see her and Oscar get in the ring. But with that said, let's move to NXT. So up next, we got NXT coming off arguably one of the best weeks that NXT has ever had in a long time. Argue, okay, in my opinion, probably the best week um, since we covered this podcast. And that's just saying a lot just because, honey, uh-huh. you got the Halloween have a, have a quake over there. You got the take the weeks before takeovers and all that jazz. So that's saying something. So, oh, wait. Oh, my God. Okay, there we go. There was like okay. something something was in my screen. So yeah. So um yeah. This one wasn't the best for sure. It was just it was there to cool to cool us down out of all of the mm-hmm. excitement we got from last week. So first up we got Candice LeRae going up against Ember Moon. So um I'll just go right at it. Um so Candice LeRae and Amber Am- Amber Moon. Amber. Oh my god, who is Amber, that? No, who is no. Amber Moon? <gasps> okay, so Ember Ember Moon. This is a bit of this is a bit of a standard match. I love the fact that both of these women are definitely holding back for war games because we all know for what sure. these women can do. And you know, we saw the coach and Raquel come out first, and that eventually did lead up to Candice's win. I hate to say it, but there the only there's only one spot that we, that I really like um, observed here. Number one, of course, Ember Moon striking is getting more like it's getting the recognition it deserves. Because it's definitely mm-hmm. something the past, so that was great. And but you know, um, Raquel and with the distraction, Andy took the eclipse. Lips. So for some reason there was some glitch in our recording, but Great, here we are now. Um, literally. Um. So yeah. Um. Just to like further on with the discussion, this is something we haven't seen with Tony Storm, and I'm 100% here for it. Yeah, that's. I'm pretty sure that's where I left off. So try what do you yeah. think. Well, in terms of the match, same thoughts. Um, pretty average, considering how talented Ember and Candice are. You know, Eclipse on Indie, that was pretty cool. Um, what else? Candice's Wicked Stepsister, still not gagging, but I guess I'll take it for now. But, you know, the Tony Storm heel turn, I was gagged because we did not I expect that. I did not that expect that at, that at all. all. And I actually don't really know why she turned heel, actually. All she said was, I told y'all you would see a new Tony Storm. And I was like, oh, okay. 
that's I that's feel pretty like much fair. you know she went to the beach each and then let's go right away she was like <laughs> she said I'm over it and then she, she said let me be a heel and that's what we got exactly so I'm not mad about it but at the same time I'm not buying her as a heel yet so I definitely like to see her heel work which is probably gonna come next week so mm-hmm. I guess I'll definitely still be fair you know I'll still look forward to what she has oh my god her. you can never expect what they can bring Concerning baby like, faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like um, I was gonna say something. Hold up, I had like a big eureka moment. Hold up. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I feel like oh, there we go. Um, one of the things that I definitely had an issue with going to war games was the heels have very little momentum compared to the faces. So this is one way of giving them momentum for sure. Tony Storm, I believe, has yet to lose ever since she came back from NXT. Like, she had, like, three matches, and she yeah. has yet to lose. So that's, like, momentum was already on her side. Candice getting the win, moment, more momentum. But here's the big Eureka moment. Bitch, next week, we are actually getting the ladder match. I just realized. Because next week is the... Because next week is the final match before War Games. There's no way they're not going to oh have my. it next week. Oh, my God. Okay, this is that's gonna all I have. Can- this is going to be Candice versus... No. It can no, be I don't think it's Candice. I feel like it's gonna be like someone else, like someone. I feel like it's gonna be Tony versus maybe Ember or. Um, yeah, because of the heel turn. Yeah, week. maybe Ember. Maybe Ember. Yeah, yeah, possibly. For sure, they don't do it because it's that's like um something for sure. Even when it comes to the men, they never do captain versus captain, or like yeah. it's rare. It's rare for them to do captain versus captain. So, any more comments before we move on? None more. So up next, we got a little segment over here with multiple women actually in our in our order in our notes right now. It just as women's segment because I don't want to name all of those women. Like we can name them on the spot anyway. So that's the important part. That's true, that's true. So this segment actually revolved around Rhea Ripley, as everyone was speculating really like that she was gonna be SmackDown's fifth member, or true. maybe she's gonna be called up soon. Like what's she gonna do next? But you know, in hindsight, she basically just said, like, oh yeah, I'm still going for the NXT women's championship. And we every we all see what happens after we all see what happens after that. So Troy, go right ahead. I just wanna know your thoughts first. Well, bro, first of all, Io Shirai, she said, Let me take a nap. <laughs> On Raquel's shoulder, I mean, that was pretty. That cool. was amazing. Because obviously, Candice LeRae coming out saying that Rhea is yet to show her like dominance against Io. I mean, like in terms of winning, you know. And she says, "Well, for me, I can, I can walk the walk, not just talk the talk." So she comes out with Raquel carrying Io over her shoulder, which honestly was pretty interesting to see. Because like, oh my god, what happened backstage? But yes, we'll never know. But yeah, the whole the whole brawl, the whole fight was definitely cool. Rhea Ripley coming out, you know, going directly for Raquel, you know, reigniting that. That was amazing. Which we'll definitely see inside War Games, which I am super interested to see. And yeah, that's all I have to say. Io Shirai, take your nap because you're gonna need all the energy for War Games. Uh, <laughs> for real. Who, uh, shot the black heart. She didn't come out. Which was interesting because you know, um, this whole war games was about her. So maybe she's saving it for maybe next the week, week perhaps. So yeah, that's all I have to say. I'm glad that the heels are getting more build up for their momentum because they're gonna need it if we're gonna face 
women on the caliber of Yoshirai, uh, Shotzi, and Ripley, and Ember Moon. Because those are big faces. But that's all I have to say. Yeah, it was just like, I'm just happy that the heels are getting more momentum now on the way to War Games because, uh, girl, I, I hate it's just little to no momentum. Like Dakota and Raquel have been on the losing end of feuds left and right. Candice also hasn't been on a high note. Like, granted, she did um, technically start the war with destroying Shotzi's tank yeah. and all, but it's not exactly the best. And I feel like it could have done better, but. I'm just happy that they're giving the heels something, and I just can't wait how this story will develop more. Mm-hmm. So, without further ado, shall we move on to the last little segment that we got in NXT? Surprisingly, last, last segment. So, up next, it's pre- it was pretty short. So, when we got Boa and Zaya Lee, I-, I believe this is the first time we literally saw Zaya Lee in like first time. So we saw Boa and Zaya Lee. They both look super scared, and in China, in Mandarin or. Yeah, in Mandarin, they were both saying, like, they're talking to each other and sharing, like, I'm so scared. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. What's he going to do? And we saw the old man who came out from the White Dragon a couple of weeks ago. And they led him to this lady. And they were like, I'm sorry, we're going to win next time. We're going to win next time. And we just got a little sneak peek of the lady. And I honestly do not know who this is. So the only thing we saw was the nails, girl. And I do not know. And the eyes for a bit, for a bit, the eyes. Do you have any idea who this is? I don't know. Probably Kelly Kelly or something. Oh. <laughs> Part of yeah, me I still have, feel... I have no guesses. Can you say those guesses? I have... Yeah, I don't really have much guesses because <laughs> this is something that we've never seen from Zayali before in terms of storyline. Either, either from Boa. You know, if it was someone like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um... Maybe if the guy was Adam Cole, I'd probably be like, oh my god, it's probably not Pat McAfee or something. Or it could be possibly Britt Baker or something. But, you oh know, my I've god, never... Britt Baker on the video. Britt Baker. You know, I've never heard of a storyline from Xylee and Boa ever. So this is something fresh, so I have no guesses. But if I can dream, um, I guess this might come off a bit weird, because, but, you know, WWE does this. You know, because you know, Asian for them is one whole. You know, oh God, whole, I think you know, I have an idea what you can talk about. Yeah, you know, with someone as mysterious as that, and someone who has that um, badass vibe that they actually have to kneel in front of her. I'd love to see it to be Mako Satomura. <laughs> Although you know, I wouldn't, she... I wouldn't like it because obviously <laughs> Mako's Japanese, so that wouldn't make sense, but. I don't know who it could be. I don't think it would be Karen Q because that didn't know. like that doesn't look like Karen Q for that sure. Not look like Karen Q, but you know what? We can dream. I don't know who it is. I don't know. I don't know. They could be doing a Diana Perrazzo with someone else's faces, like yeah, the Lala Chidori situation. So yeah, we're not sure with that. We, we would never know in a long time. Um, I mean, wait. First and foremost, I just want to say Zaya Lee. Like, I don't want to put like she's. She surprised me with her acting. Like, this is the first time I really legit got to see her, like, really act. And it's kind of, it's kind of on the level of Alexa Bliss, dare I say. Like, that's surprising yeah. for me. Like, I would say, it's like, it's ge- it's getting there. Maybe Alexa's another, it's, a, it's in another level. Yeah, it's sure. in another level. But this is, like, legit how Alexa started us with the whole Fiend, Braun Strowman situation. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and honestly, my only b- other guess besides Mako Satomura, although that is 
this next is pretty it's pretty racist as well because this girl is not japan is not chinese this girl's also japanese but sari from she wrestled in sandai girls ice ribbon and stardom if i believe in japan and i have said in the past that she is she was signed to wwe back in march but due to covid she has yet to appear in nxt or even fly to the u.s so maybe this is the time that siri finally gets her spotlight in wwe But she's Japanese, like, and I would be like, so, although, although not, although it is pretty racist because she's Japanese, but at the mm. same time, that would be such a badass moment for them to like debut her like that. Can you imagine this? This whole storyline, honestly, with Bo and Zaya, I'm buying it so much. This is such a great, um, it's such a great like secondary storyline with the war yeah, games. Like, like I love it, girl. Like. This is something that, and it's some, it's just a, the legit, the first storyline that Zaya Lee has really gotten. So I'm it's happy so with that. It's exactly. It's so, happy. oh my God, I'm manifesting a Zaya Lee and Boa versus Robert Stone and Aaliyah match. Oh, Give sir. it to us now. So that's all I have to say for NXT US. Do you have any final words before we travel around the world? If, if NXT does actually get either Mako or Sari, I would actually question their decisions in terms of you know being politically correct, mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> But you know what? I have no complaints of seeing Mako Sadamura. But you know what? By nature, I would not be happy. But I don't know. Honestly, TLDR, we don't know who it is for sure. We don't know who it is. We we for real don't have. Any clue who it is? Like, there aren't any rumors going around on who it is. So exactly, like that's that's the surprising part to me because I feel like if it was Suri, they would have at least said like like there would have been a rumor being like NXT star Suri no longer in Japan or something. Yeah. So yeah, I just want to know more about it. So moving on, we are traveling around the world and we got NXT UK also coming off a great week when it comes to the women as well, and at least. With that NXT UK Women's Championship match, where Kaylee Ray is still the champion, and we saw Ginny, who did interview with the match, and she had a one-on-one match with the White Witch Isla Dawn. That was a horror. Isla Dawn, yeah, Isla Dawn. No, okay, that was a bit. That was that was that was insulting. Isla Dawn. So, um, honestly, actually, you go ahead. What can you say? I don't have much to say, so you go ahead. Well, first things first, the entrance gears, like those robes. I don't know what it's called. Is it a robe? Is it a coat? Something it, like that. It just looks so great. Isla Dawn's was red, and she looked magical. She looked stunning, and it fit right perfectly with the gear underneath. Jenny, you know, as always, she's in her black gear. It, it looks amazing, you know. Both of these girls, they are divas, and that's one of the reasons why I love. NXT UK's women's division because they're pretty much a divas division. So they really you know, are <laughs> in that divas division. So I love to see them. In terms of the match, you know, um, it's your typical weekly NXT UK match. There's nothing super memorable, but in terms of wrestling, um, you're definitely left um, impressed with both the, uh, with what they brought to the table. Uh, I'm happy that Ginny brought back her. Um, Her initial finisher that she used when she returned, which was the chicken wing, uh, SPF. You know that was pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Again, and she used it to win. But I do want to talk about the 
like the part after the match where Ginny said um, she had a promo and the commentator said that she has a message for I mean that the message that she sent is for Piper Niven. I was like, Piper Niven. Um... I, I want to see her go after the title already, but it makes sense because you know she hit Piper, not Kaylee Ray, with a chair. But mm-hmm. I want to see her win the title already, not because Kylie. Kylie, Kylie Ray, Kaylee Ray, Kylie. <laughs> not because Kaylee Ray's um reign is stale or anything, because you know she's still pretty fresh. She gives us great matches, but because I want to see other women step up to, you know, her her level, which Ginny is pretty much there already because she's beaten a lot of women. But exactly, I'm forward to what she can bring. Yeah, there. This to be completely honest, this. I was underwhelmed with this match compared with the other NXT UK matches we've gotten in the past. And I'm there's not that much to say besides the fact I like Ginny's finisher. And I'm just hoping that we do get something more out of it. And if it's if it's a if it's a Piper Niven versus Ginny matchup, I wouldn't be mad. But when she goes for the championship, I will be one hundred percent behind her for sure. Same here. And also, I just want to add, I want to see more from Isla Dawn. I know she's talented and all, but the white, her nickname is literally the White Witch, but nothing about her character screams witch. I'm sorry, but for That's real. Fair. Like, if I think of witch, I think of Eva Valkyrie in a way. So, Ooh. but she's a Valkyrie. So, yeah, I just want to see more of her tap into her White Witch because I am a witch myself, as yeah, I was even before. Yeah. I am a witch myself. Know. Even before um, before we actually started this call, I got a package. It was my mm-hmm. wrestling tarot card package. And I'm going to take pictures of it and post it online someday. And I'm actually getting incorporated with one of our future projects. So stay tuned for that. But for references, mm-hmm. women such as Asuka, Charlotte Flair, Hikaru Shida. Um, I'm thinking. The Iconics, rest in peace. The Bella Twins, and so on and so forth are part of this deck. It's amazing. Um Maybe I should. I think this is the part where I can. I'm gonna plug. I'm gonna plug the <laughs> link. So I'm gonna put it in the description. I don't know. Maybe I'll. Th- I'll just make a separate post about it on Twitter. <laughs> a tweet. All right. So you have any more comments before we wrap up our NXT toppings? None more. So yeah, that's kind of it for NXT. You know, um, we definitely should not expect as much. Considered, the, yeah. considered how big last week is. So I guess it was amazing, solid. Excited for next week. Same. I'm for sure looking forward to what's going on. So without further ado, let's just move on to SmackDown. So capping off this week with women's action from WWE, we got Friday Night SmackDown. So starting things off, we got the first and only match this week on SmackDown for the women. Um, We got the EST, Bianca Belair, taking on Natalia. And I I found it pretty cool that they were wearing Raw and SmackDown gears. You know, Bianca was in her Mm -hmm. red, which looked great, by the way. Like, she never disappointed. It's kind of throwing shady. I know, right? Like. She's like, girl, we lost, so I blame y'all. I'm going raw. And, you know, Natty, she got this new black and blue gear. So I guess we'll see this gear from her for the next five years. Oh, God. (laughs) But in terms of this match, all I have to say is 
for sure, you know, as I said in the past, Natty's one of those wrestlers who can have great matches with anyone. And the fact sure. that she's having a match with Bianca Belair, girl, you know, it's going to be a serve. And yeah, it was pretty great. You know, it's a typical SmackDown Women's Week. But in terms of this match, it was pretty impressive. Great showing. Um, Bailey, at, Bailey on commentary was pretty cool to, t- you know, to see because obviously she came off a really high stakes match at Hell in a Cell. So even though that she lost it, it's not like they would just, you know, let her disappear into the shadows, especially even after Survivor Series. So I'm glad that they're, they're still, you know, considering Bailey's stuff here on the show. Um, but aside from that, you know, it was a roll-up win, which was surprising because that mm, sort of sure. makes it look like that they're trying to protect Natty for something, which I'm really interested to see what's going on. Because when she was on Raw with Lana, you know, usually when she would lose, it's by roll-up or, you know, Lana taking the pin or something. So that's interesting wherever they're going. But it looks like we'll be getting Bianca versus Bailey soon. You know, it could be yes. a very possible rivalry. And I feel like it, it would do good for both of them. You know, Bailey um, being used to put Bianca over because, you know, She's had a great year, so she doesn't need too much wins right now. So I'm just glad that she's not being lost in the mix, you know, especially after such a long title run. And she's going to be working with Bianca, so I'd like to see that. What do you think? So personally, I think majority of us fans believe that Bailey was probably going to take a break after losing to Sasha. I know. But I think... I am not mad about that she's not doing it because we're going to see this awesome rivalry between these two. If there's one thing that Raw has over, that Raw has the edge over SmackDown is that Raw has consistently always had um, a good mid-card storyline sort of deal. Like, Mm -hmm. we had the Iconics and Riot Squad going at it, even, like, the Lana storyline and... Right now, the Alexa and Nikki storyline. Yeah. While SmackDown, um, as of late, the only thing that I can re- I can really think of is the is the Alexa and Nikki storyline, which originated <laughs> from there. But that 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 hasn't really even like reached reached its peak at that point. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of more though. Like this, legit, I can't think of much. That's okay. Same. So yeah, I can't think of much. I guess. So yeah, and that's definitely like one thing. So I'm so happy that. Bianca and Bailey are going to go at it because as we know, Carmella and Sasha are going to be the main feud with the championship. But this is going to be a stellar feud. Like, I'm telling you now, like, if this isn't a pay-per-view, I'm going to be 100% here for it. And yeah, Bianca winning with a roll-up, kind of surprising. I want to see what they have for Natty just because she hasn't really lost bad besides Survivor Series, of course. And Bailey and Bianca Belair is just going to steal the show. And Top four women's division of Sm- top four of the women's division of SmackDown: Sasha, Carmella, Bianca, Bailey. What a top four! That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, in yeah. Terms of, like, that's all I have to say. What a top four! What a top four, though. Four, indeed. I mean, more of the same. I just hope that this Bianca and Bailey storyline goes well because I don't really trust creative that much. But you know, with mm-hmm. Bianca's <laughs> talent and with Bailey's talent. You know, I'd like to see what they can do in the ring. So, final thoughts? Um, Bailey and Michael Cole, Loki, one of the best feuds. <laughs> the best feuds. Oh my god! To be honest, I For real. I, I find Bailey's mic skills um definitely great, but I'm more impressed because you know she used to be this like 
um baby face, you know, the side ponytail era when she would just be like, I'm happy. The to JoJo Siwa era. The JoJo Siwa era. Oh my God, <laughs> That's what we're gonna call it from now on. <laughs> All right, the JoJo Siwa era. But you know how she never really cut any great promos or any memorable promos, rather. Mm-hmm. You know? And now that she's a heel, you know, she's not super heel because she's more of a comedic heel, so to speak. And I'm glad that she's still being able to show that part of that side of her um, through commentary. Which, by the way, we will be speaking about commentary later on because we got another. Yes. But before that, we got this quick backstage segment with Carmella. So you know, it's her typical backstage moment. She didn't come for Sasha this week because you know Sasha didn't have a promo saying that she's the best. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. you know, it's her typical. You know, let me take a seat on this chair. Um, I'm going to talk about my plan. So TLDR, uh, she's definitely going solo. She's going to do things her way. And she doesn't care about anyone else but herself. But the moment that this whole segment turned around was when she, you know, snapped her fingers twice. And honestly, one of my favorite visuals so far this week. Yes, or even sure. this year. Like the moment that, you know, Sasha's hand was there and she tilted, like she rotated her wrist. To show the boss ring. Is it a ring? Is it um whatever? Mm-hmm. A brass ring. Sort of a brass ring sort of thing. But when it read boss, I was like, oh, hold on. That was so cool. And then, you know, she threw the drinks fa- the drink on Carmela's face. So that was cool. You know, we got to see the bank statement. But what I really liked about this feud, I mean, this like brawl-ish sort of segment was that they look great. Like they're, they're a time. For sure. It was like a modern day divas, divas, backstage brawl you know it's not as good as the other divas you know we've seen a lot of great backstage brawls but you know we just saw the bank statement obviously showing how dominating sasha is but yeah although i will say it was interesting because after she released the bank statement sasha said i'll meet you next week and face me like a real woman what do you think of that mm-hmm. Words. Um, <laughs> speechless. Um, I don't know. I guess I just like the intensity of the feud that they're going for right now. Like, it's like the way that they like that was, was like the oh no. What, what I'm trying to think of things to say. Wait, hold up. Okay, so um, the three past weeks that Carmela has attacked Sasha, there wasn't really that much intensity to it, but this brawl had a lot of intensity. Uh, true, definitely. True. And I'm just right. Re- I'm just waiting to see in what they do with it. Um, the thing is, it's TLC's around the corner, but neither of the women's feuds are really giving me TLC material. Like, is it like yeah, I can see that. gonna take that the level that they're gonna have a TLC match? So that's definitely a concern of mine. But I'm I'm just waiting for Carmela to wrestle again. It's been months. Same. Like, if I believe her last match was like, I'm not sure if it was the Money in the Bank match. Or was it the tag team title defense? No, it was the money in the bank match. It's the money in the bank match. Okay. Because um, it was already Billy those traps that time. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. So, yeah. I just want to see more of Carmella. I want to see more of this feud. Oh, I I slapped my mic a bit over there. So, yeah. (laughs) So, I just want to know more. I I want to get more. I want to get more for sure. Mm -hmm. And I don't know who she's going to go up against, though. Like, who is Carmella going to face? I don't know. There's not a lot of jobbers, which is sort of a good thing and a bad a thing. thing. Yeah. That's all I have to say. 
Well, for me, that's all that's so unprepared. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, personally, I'm really looking forward to seeing Carmela in the ring again because you know, with this whole new character sort of thing, I'm actually curious if she has new moves in her arsenal. Oh my god! Because, you know, and when the face buster becomes her f- permanent finisher, I would stand um, for real. Well, if she's gonna honor it by calling it the nose job, then yeah, or the Bella Buster, or the Bella Buster, you know. Oh my God! And when that sets up for the Bella Twins' return, this serve, and then and then they win the tag titles. They said, "Let me leave my newborn babies and get in the rings." (laughs) (laughs) Artem, Artem, and Daniel Bryan can take care of them. (laughs) The men need to take over now. But yeah, I'm just looking forward to Carmella in the ring because honestly, you know. She's a really great wrestler. Like people don't talk about her wrestling skills a lot, and I sort of miss her suicide dives because those were actually true. Absurd. Like the absurd. one on the bottom row. Yeah, the under the like over the bottom row, second and bottom mm-hmm. row. Yeah, the one she does very low. You know, it's not Amber Moon style, but it's still pretty cool to see. So I look forward to what she has in store. So any final thoughts on Carmella? In your formal wear, I just want to see you wrestle, okay? Same. <laughs> like, give same. her a match against, I don't know, Liv Morgan or Ruby Riot. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, so for the last part of this week's SmackDown, probably one of my favorite moments as well this week, girl, mm-hmm. Billy Kay on commentary. That's all I have to say. No explanation. <laughs> what are your thoughts? You know, even though TLC is the next pay-per-view, I think in everyone's mind, the Royal Rumble is around the corner. It's li- We're literally That's like true. two months That's away true. from it. So I'm just like, I'm imagining how, I'm imagining like the comedy spots that Billy Kay could pull off with that resume gimmick. I know. In the Royal Rumble. And I'm thinking, although I love 100%, but I love this 100% and I'm here for it. But at the same time, if you think about it, Billy Kay probably has like, besides the top four women that we just mentioned earlier, yeah. Billy Kay probably has the most screen time out of all SmackDown women, women mm-hmm. in SmackDown. I mean, and I want to know where this is going because if, because you know, if a Billy Kay singles pushes in like the mindset of these people, I think a serve. But I just want to know more of it. And oh yeah. Speaking of Royal Rumble, we have yet really to ha- we have yet to have like a proper iconics face off, so that would be a great. Scene. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah, same here. Well, personally, this whole resume gimmick, I'm really buying it. Like, I'm really glad that Natty found it backstage and posted a picture of it because I see yes. it here and. It looks pretty legit. Like you could probably submit it to like a job application or something because it's really complete. Me like, in my college applications. Yes, we love that. <laughs> but like legit, it's complete. Like it has her telephone number, it has her address, her email. Which, by the oh, way, oh, her address. Uh, well, it just says Orlando, Florida. <laughs> oh, okay, but, I'm like, oh, I was like, imagine like, how creepy that would be. If, like her actual address. <laughs> like, people would just be sending her stuff or like creeping on oh my god oh my god but honestly it it looks really well prepared like you know they separated it into unless billy prepared it herself um you know she separated into being a wwe superstar and being a women's tag team champion so it looks really well prepared so i have a feeling that maybe they have plans for this 
honestly, I can already see her in the rumble coming out to her song and holding the resume in her hand while she like poses with it or something. But the thing I want to point out is that obviously Billy Kay isn't super known for her wrestling skills. She's a great wrestler, but people don't recognize her for her wrestling skills. They recognize her on her talent on the mic, right? So for I'm sure, for that, sure. Yeah, so I'm glad that for now, they're not putting in her in the ring as much. They're letting her play to her to her talents, to her abilities. So right now, they're giving her mic work. They're giving her screen time, you know, because it's where she's good at. But sooner or later, we're going to need to see her in the ring because the W in WWE stands for wrestling. So mm-hmm. we need to see some wrestling too. But for now, she's doing great. She's doing great. Personally, she's doing way better than Peyton Royce. Well, honestly, Survivor I hate series, to say it. But like, true. Like, honestly, I've been enjoying Billy Kay so much. I feel like the reason why I haven't been buying Peyton as much is because she's with Lacey. And I'm not really gagging over that. But best of luck to both women. Personally, I love Billy Kay sure. so much on SmackDown. I'm just imagining. I'm that? just imagining. Can you just imagine the comedy goal that would be a Natalia and Billy Kay feud? Like, that would literally Girl. be comedy goal. I'm not even like exaggerating. Can you imagine how great that would look? They're gonna like that. That would be, that feud would be. Oh my god! The thing with Natty is that she's like <laughs> funny outside of her character, like her real life self. And Billy Kay is like possibly funny everywhere, you know. So I'd like I'd like to see that mix. Imagine if, sure. they made, if they made them a tag team. Um, oh my god! I would actually be here for it. Hmm. For real. Well, on paper, people wouldn't like it, but I'm imagining their promos. Like I'm imagining, <laughs> I feel like it's kind. It's gonna be like a protege and teacher kind of thing, where yeah, and they're both very comedic, so that could like really play well. off well. So yeah, agreed for sure. Well, mm-hmm. that was that was pretty much it for SmackDown. We can't really expect much because it's uh it has less time than Raw, and it's the SmackDown after Survivor Series. But overall. You know, we got our entertainment. We, we enjoyed this week on SmackDown. So, any final thoughts? Um, overall, I like I like the direction that SmackDown is heading towards. To, um, for sure, ever since the pandemic started, it really had. It's really it was difficult for the show compared to Raw to capture its footing mm-hmm. when it comes to the women, because um, even though even though it was a great storyline, SmackDown really just rely. It really centered around Bailey and Sasha Banks. True. And now they're branching out a bit more. You got Bianca Belair coming along, um, Carmella coming along, and B- even Billy Kay coming along, Natalia coming along. So like they're branching out more to their talent. And I hope that this continues because honestly, ever since the 2016 brand split, SmackDown has been there I said more superior show compared to Raw when it comes mm-hmm. to the women. So I have no idea. I have no doubt that give it a few weeks one of SmackDown's um, golden eras of the women's divisions will come again. Agreed. Well, that's all I have to say for SmackDown. So, guess we'll just jump right in to our special spotlight of the week. So, for this week's special spotlight, we chose someone that you guys are probably relatively familiar with you've seen her in the Mayan classic you've seen her on aew you probably have seen her in the indies if you guys watch those indie shows and all of that yes but for today we are having a special spotlight for none other than priscilla kelly collegian 
So Priscilla Kelly collection. Oh wow. Honestly, yeah. Kelly <laughs> Kelly has inspired a lot of women. <laughs> not that. <laughs> not the Kelly Kelly inspired. Yeah, she inspired okay. a lot of women. Like in terms of namesake. But so yeah, mm-hmm. we got Priscilla Kelly. So Jiggy, I believe that you're more familiar with her because I've only seen her in the main classic. So why don't you start us off? So honestly, all I have to say is um Priscilla Kelly has literally been all around the freaking wrestling industry. She's been in the Mayan Classic in WWE. She's been in AEW. She's been in Tokyo Joshi. Tokyo Tokyo Joshi. Oh my god. The grammar. <laughs> Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling and many other more Japanese promotions. But you know, her moveset is um I love I just really love her style. It's very punk rock. It's very yeah. gypsy like and I'm honestly super here for it. And her Honestly, her moves that speaks for itself. I don't have to mention a single move mm-hmm. over there because Mama, her moves it speaks for itself. But you can't talk about Priscilla Kelly without talking about the tampon incident, which is honestly super iconic. <laughs> Do you have any idea what this incident is? Educate me. I don't know what this is. So um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go to Wikipedia just because I want to like verify like my things because I have like a broad idea of what happened. But I'm just gonna <laughs> read what happened in Wikipedia just to be sure. In late December 2018, Kelly wrestled a match against Tuna for the suburban promotion in Los Angeles. During the match with Tuna laid out on a folding chair, Kelly pulled out a bloody tampon from her ring tights and stuck it in Tuna's mouth. Footage of the match received little attention for over a week until Gail Kim commented on Twitter in disgust. After which footage went viral, many wrestling veterans, including JR, Angelina Love, Tessa Blanchard, also commented on disgust. While Gregory Helms jokes by ha- but Gregory Helms joked by asking if it was a first blood match. I'll be real with you. I liked it. Like there wasn't anything bad. I'll be real with you. I don't find it disgusting. Wrestling is predetermined, so you know they planned this. I mean, for yeah. sure, like they planned this, but like, why would there be a bloody tampon out of nowhere? You know, like. So- I'm, not mad. I'm, I'm like, I, I think like some people think like if that's, uh, and I don't know if some people are actually thinking is that her actual period blood. I highly doubt it's her actual period blood. blood. Come on, but Have it's something exactly. And like you know what they say, promotion, bad promote. There's no such thing as bad promotion, mm-hmm. bad like press or anything because this got people talking about her and. It honestly caused a lot of buzz in the wrestling community. And, you know, now she's well-respected. She's only 25, so I have no doubt that she is going to be one of the top wrestlers very soon. Like, not saying that she isn't. And, you know, at 25 years old, she is number 38 in the Women's 100 this year. So I have no doubt that rank is going to go anywhere higher. And wherever she may go, may she go, may she like sign full time for a big company or stay in the indies. I have no doubt she's gonna do well for her. We love you, Priscilla. We love you. Well, for me, all I have to say is you know her part in the main classic because as I said, um, that's where I see most of the indie girls. So, you know, unfortunately, she lost um in the first round. But girl, it was an honor to lose to Diana Peraza. And honestly, people don't exactly. talk about their chemistry a lot like looking back at that match they had a lot of like um roll-ups a lot of it looked like they were dancing honestly like it was it was so well um prepared for um i don't know if they worked with each other in the past in other promotions um of what i'm aware i'm not sure but this the match that they had in the main classic was just flawless like 
move after move, roll up after roll up. Um, you know, Diana Peraza, extremely technical wrestler. So, you know, for sure there would be a lot of locks in there. But the fact that Priscilla Kelly was able to, you know, um, what do you call this? Um, keep up. There we go. The fact that she was able to keep up goes to show how talented of a wrestler that she is. And I agree, her move set speaks for itself. But the thing that stood out to me really from her was her unique look. Honestly, the first time I saw her in the main class, I was like, this looks like Paige I know, right? younger. That's true. Right? Not to mention, not to mention, she, they said they mentioned in the Mayan Classic Parade of Nations. She was like, has an interest in tarot cards. I'm like, I like this girl already. <laughs> I, I, I knew you were gonna bring that. Like Elena Black, you better shake, sweetie. <laughs> ah, not that. Not that. Okay. But yeah, honestly, despite having just one match in the Mayan Classic, she impressed me. And the fact that we got to see her on AEW again, that was pretty solid to see. So I hope we get to see more of her. Maybe other tampon incidents in the future. Uh, I don't know, girl. Well, okay. That was, that was to, amazing. I'm forward to what she does. Okay. So um, any final thoughts on Priscilla Kelly? None more. I just hope that she has a bright career ahead of her because she does. You know, she's got these mm-hmm. connections in different promotions, including the WWE. So For sure. I doubt, I doubt that she's far from you know, getting signed with a big company. That's so yeah, um, I just wanna, um, I wanna, I just wanna expound on the tampon incident a bit more because mm-hmm. I think it's important to know that Priscilla Kelly actually defended her actions and rightfully so, rightfully because so. apparently in the ma- I'm reading about it right now. <laughs> apparently in the in the show, you had to be 21 or older to uh, to watch the show. So. Mm-hmm. You know, legally, there wasn't anyone really exposed to like gore and all. So it's like pretty legal because it's just entertainment. And he pointed out how come like McFoley, it was okay for McFoley to do to Mr. Sackle, Joey Ryan doing it. Because Joey Ryan, apparently, I, I don't watch men's wrestling, so I have no idea. Not to mention Joey Ryan, no comment. Let's not get there right now. But Joey Ryan, he's, he sticks a lollipop into numerous wrestlers' mouths after pulling it out of his tights. So, uh-huh. yeah, there's definitely double standard there. But um, talking about Kelly, um, Priscilla for now, amazing wrestler. And I have no doubt that she's going to have a bright future. So without further ado, shall we move on to AEW? Let's jump right in. So finally, we have our AEW side of things where, honestly surprisingly i think this is a first aew has more or less the same amount as the wwe side of things oh yeah fair like which is kind of surprising in my opinion but you know what wwe is coming out of a high week and aew you know what they're getting there i'll give them that like Mm -hmm. we actually have really good things to talk about so shall we just get into it for sure so first up, we got an AEW Dark, of course, the start of our week, where we've got several things to talk about. But the first thing we're going to talk about is the fir- the opening match, actually, of AEW Dark, where we saw the debuting Vipers going up against a big swole. So what do you say about this, Try You go right ahead. Well, first of all, Vipers looks pretty cool. Um, I love the hair. Um, you know, the half-half. I was like, oh my god, I didn't know Sia was in, the- was in AEW. Oh god, not Sia. Sia. <laughs> But anyways, um, in terms of the match, um, pretty decent showing from Vipress, you know. But the the name Vipress, um, I would have expected something like you know, snakeskin. Marina Sawayama. That's true. 
or like Randy Orton or something, <laughs> you know. But I'm not mad. I like the look. Uh, you know, it's a bodysuit. She has a pretty, pretty fine northern, uh, northern light suplex. But you know, you gotta still give it to Queen Alicia Fox. Queen um, Alicia. But this match was definitely for Big Swole, and it was a pretty great showing. And the fact that, um, the reason why I liked it was because even though we didn't see the dirty dancing finisher move, she pulled out some new stuff. I mean, she probably did it in the indies or something, but this, this is the first time I've seen her do these moves. Um, my gosh, the way Tony Storm turned heel, she said, let me donate my Storm Zero. Oh. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. she, she used the Storm Zero and then proceeded to use a clover leaf, which was interesting. It's the first time I've seen her use that. But I'm hey, glad she's, it- she's used a clover leaf several times already, though. Oh, really? Well, like up against memory. Tasha Price and like oh, yeah. Kylan King. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, maybe more on the the Storm Zero. But you know, I'm just glad that she's still keeping things fresh. Um, even though she came out of this big AEW pay-per-view match. Um, all out, I believe, you know. Um, I'm just glad that she's not super lost, but right now I just don't see what their plan for her is, because obviously we got things to talk about later on who the plans are going to. But I'm glad that she's still doing something. And still pulling out new moves. So that's all I have to say. So personally for me, I hate to say it, but I'm low-key over like these repetitive matches of Swole, Penelope <laughs> Ford, Ivelisse, and Diamante. Mostly because there's really no reason for these matches anymore. Let's be real. Um, give me a second, child. Cut the cameras. I'm going to talk to someone. Oh, okay. Yeah, so personally for me, I'm just like, I'm lucky over this whole big swole Penelope Ford and Evelyn and Diamante matches on Dark. Just because Dark is, for me, Dark is now like a a place to showcase other talent that's not involved in any storylines. And we've seen that all of these women's talents and why don't they have a storyline? Like, I'm so sick. I'm literally so sick. Like, you don't even understand. <laughs> yeah, so for real, I just wanted to have a storyline. Big Swole is literally ranked number one. So I don't see why oh. she doesn't have a storyline right now. But yeah, that's all I have really much to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shall we move on to the next match? I mean, to the next segment. Let's go. So, so yeah, um, the next thing we got here was actually a, a first where we got, finally got this all Leva Bates talk. Mm-hmm. And she basically said, yeah. I'm all, I'm solo now, and it's about time that people get to see what Leva Bates can do. And bitch, I'm waiting. Leva I'm Bates waiting is too. one of the most veteran wrestlers in AEW, and it's about damn time mm-hmm. they gave her something. So, any thoughts? Well, I'm just glad that you know she's getting more time for herself because you know, mm-hmm. honestly, the library librarian um, book gimmick that she's got, it's pretty interesting. It's just that we haven't seen it used to its fullest, you know? So I'm looking forward to her returning to the ring because we know, like, her wrestling skills are, period, like, served. So, you know, this was just probably to, like, establish her um, persona as a solo competitor. So maybe next week I'm expecting a match in dark. I don't know. That's all. For sure. I feel like it's something we should definitely expect. Mm-hmm. So something different, but shall we just move on? Let's go. 
So up next, we got here um, a match involving Red Velvet and Tesha Price. So honestly, I'm just super happy that Red Velvet is getting more wins now. And yeah, like I believe she has four new wins now or five. I mean, three or four. I'm not completely sure about yeah. that. But I'm happy that she gets to showcase her talent more. But in my opinion, though, this is probably Tesha Price's best match. And I have no doubt that... Um, that she's probably gonna have more time to shine in the near in the near future. But can we just talk about the fact that there was so much going on in AEW right now that they kind of shunned Red Velvet and <laughs> Candy as a tag did. team? Kind of did. Yeah. So what can you say about that? Well, you know what? It's AEW, so I'm not gagged that they forgot about a storyline. But... Well. You know what? Any reason, any reason for me to have Red Velvet on my screen, I have no right to complain. Like, girl, a serve. I, and, it's, and it's been a while since we've seen her in the ring. Or actually on TV, actually. The last time I've seen her was probably when the whole messy brawl happened. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. I missed, Red, I missed seeing Red Velvet. For sure. So, moving on, we got our, oh my god. We got Kylan King facing the returning Rache Chanel. Honey, it's been forever. Let us be real. It has been forever since we saw Miss Rache Chanel. So go right ahead. I know we both love Rache, but I'm going to let you have this one for now. (laughs) Girl, Rache Chanel legend. Oh, for real. I missed her entrance so much. Like the moment I heard the. (laughs) <laughs> the moment I heard and then she walked out, I was like, it's over for the girlies. So, you know, I miss, I miss seeing her <laughs> drag herself inside the ring, like, um, slide down while her she's holding her bag, like, you know, above her head. Like, I miss her so much. And when I saw that she was facing Kylan King, I was like, wait, is she going to win? <gasps> Same. No I really thought she was going to win. I, I'm I not going to lie. Thought so I thought so, too. But you know, AEW hates us, so <laughs> they said. Kyle and King spilled though. Like this is probably my favorite Kyle and match for that's real. That's her though. She she had a great showing here, but like my eyes are just super like um, attracted to Rache Chanel. You know, I really love whenever she does like she says smooches and then she like skips to the other corner and then suddenly she gives this massive kick out of nowhere. It's like super cool to see like. Queen of Attitude changes, like Alexa Bliss. Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> gave me some sort of Alexa Bliss vibes, but you know, diva vibe, which of course we love to see. But yeah, in terms in terms of the match, this was a great showing from both of them. Um, I I better see Rache Chanel rack up some wins sooner or later because I really thought she was winning here. But same I'm, here. I'm not mad. You know, maybe in the future they'll give her some storyline because maybe they don't real. AEW doesn't realize how much the star power, like, the star power that Rashid Chanel has. So yeah, I just hope we get to see more of her soon, and she better win next time I see her. That's all. So personally, for me, I'm just super happy that they both get the one-on-one shot with each other, just because it's rare for that to really happen in general. <laughs> so they have a match to showcase themselves, and you know, I was a bit. Kylan King taking inspiration from Queen Brooke Tessmacher with that Tess Shocker at the end. And I'm going to be honest with you. 
no offense to Brooke Adams, Brooke Tessmacher, but the fact because of Kylan King's height, it made it look a hundred percent more devastating than how Brooke used to do it. That's and true. it was amazing. Like even the way that Rache sold it and she's racking up wins here and there. So I'm just really like wondering, are they planning something for Kylan King? Maybe. Like the, she even has like the new hair and all. The orange hair and all. So I'm just curious. So Hmm, what can we say? <laughs> well, it was a like great any show final thoughts. It was a great showing for both of them. Um, I just I'll just repeat what I said. I just hope Roche Chanel get some stuff sooner or later. Um, I'm glad that they're giving Kylan King the spotlight, but you know, Roche Chanel for sure is one of our favorites, so for sure. So shall-, so, shall we move on to the next match? Let's go. So up next, in a Pipe Bombshell podcast first, we are inducting a second member oh. to the Honorary Women's Third. Wrestling w- Women's Third. Wrestlers. No, the a second, second in the episode. Oh, okay. Inducted Bray earlier. <laughs> all right, all right. So second in the episodes. So joining Johnny Gargano and Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend, we have Kip Sabian, the first AEW inductee, oh. making his return Street. with Miss Penelope Ford. It's about no. time, I think. Mm-hmm. We got three people in that Hall of Fame. So, with that being said, we got Penelope Ford going up against Dream Girl Ellie. And honestly, this match served. This is probably one of my favorite among all of the dark matches. And honest, um, even though I did say earlier, I'm a bit, I'm getting a bit bored with Penelope, yeah. Big Swole, and Evelise and Demonte matches just because it's getting repetitive. Because we all know who's gonna win, so why don't you just give them something? So yeah, as much as I say that, it's always great to see how Penelope Ford has been working. You know, um, you know, af- before last week, we haven't really seen much of her due to her being involved with Kip Sabian and Miro, yeah. and she doesn't really have that much time to shine there. Especially the fact that Miro and Kip Sabian, Kip Sabian, are the focus of that tree over there so i'm just hoping that there's going to be more for penelope Ford. she's ranked number three so i'm just trying to think of possible ways they could inject her in the storyline because it's going to be amazing all right oh yeah. and i also love that and I, i'm honestly here for dream girl ali by the way like i love like her neon gear and yeah, when penelope said you're ellie you're the dr- girl. You're like no one's dream or something like that. I butcher that for sure. That was amazing. And the fact that like Taz just like laughed over it, like how the fact that how Taz laughed at it, like the way he laughed. I mean, that was amazing for sure. But probably my favorite dark match. But yeah, give Penelope something. <laughs> Agreed. Well, for me personally, um, I feel like people don't respect um. Penelope Ford's backhand spring elbow enough. Like, people don't talk about it a lot because it was a serve. Like, honestly, if she does it, like, a really bit much more faster, she might do it as fast as Molly Holly. I'm just saying. Oh. You know, and that uh, yeah, is I could see that, though. legend stat, right? Like, hers is fast. It's definitely fast. And it's super, like, um, hypnotizing if you're the opponent and you see someone doing all of those flips in front of you. Like, that. that's super, like, cool to see but you know um whenever i see that move there there are only three women who come in mind um molly holly jillian hall and kelly collegend and out of all of them molly holly is my favorite because she does it so fast and the way that penelope ford does it 
I might as well add her to the list because it's just super, it's super neat. It's super quick. It definitely showcases her um, gymnastics background that we all know, all know is there. And yeah, we've seen her moves, handspring, cutter, which is really great. We've never seen it from another woman, at least for me. Um, and you know, Fisherwoman suplex. That was great. But my favorite part, I got to see Kip Sabian again. Oh my oh, God. Duh. My <laughs> man. My man. Oh, Penelope, take seat, girl. That's all. Not bad. So yeah, it was really great to see Penelope for once again, but I just need more storyline. Speaking of lack of storyline, we are going to the next match, which featured Ivelisse and Demonte going up against Lady Frost and the Bionic Beast Jenna. So shall we just get the elephant out of the room? What do you think of the name change from genocide to just Jenna, the Bionic, Bionic Beast Jenna? Hello? Hello? Oh, there we go. There we go. Okay, so cut the cameras. <laughs> cut the cameras. Let's just... <laughs> So up next, we got Ivelisse and Demonte going up against Lady Frost and the Bionic Beast Jenna. So let's just get the elephant out of the room. What do you think of the name change from Genocide to the Bionic Beast Jenna? Honestly, I'm not mad about it, but Genocide is definitely one of my favorite like for sure. names. But yeah, that's all I have to see for Jenna. I want another reason though. Like, why? <laughs> Like, what's with the rebrand? Like, that's what I really want to know. But honestly, uh, mm, we don't know. Let's see. So, yeah. How about you give your input first on this match? Well, first of all, Lady Frost looks very familiar. And I'm not sure if we've seen hmm. her on WWE before. Um, Let me check it, child. Same. Like, I'm pretty sure she's been, like... Um, what do you call this? An enhancement talent for someone before. Okay, I'm looking at the video right now. Lady Frost. She looks so familiar, didn't she? Like, oh my god, Jamie Frost. Jamie Frost. Wait. The picked. <laughs> and then she lost. <laughs> oh my god, do you remember that? The one, the yes, one was I like, do. She was like, I'm gonna beat the streak tonight. And then she got hit with a chick kick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna right. beat the streak tonight. tonight. And then Oscar kicked her and then you know she died. Um that's why she looks so familiar. She's an she's an AEW now. Um, honestly, <laughs> I'm so happy that Pink is finally here on AEW. Oh my god. <laughs> what? <laughs> what about what about us? But yeah, that's all I have to say. In terms of this match, you know, as I said in the past, I'm so sorry, Ivelisse and Diamante, you are super talented, but I'm not gagging anymore. Um, I love the medals. Those are cute. You guys won the, the Tag Team Cup tournament, but what where now? are we headed? What now? You know, so maybe they're giving them these tag title tag titles. No, ma'am. These tag matches. Um, we um, could dream. But, you know, they're probably having these tag matches to, like, Keep them in the picture in the women's division for now. But you know what? As you said, I'm tired of these um, repetitive matches week after week. So I'm sorry. I mean, they have great moves, definitely. As, as I said, they've had great in-ring 
um, chemistry as a tag team. But in terms of like um, audience impact, we've seen this a lot of times already. So I'm sorry, but I'm not gagging anymore. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, there's just really not that much to say anymore with this match, except for the fact that, you know, um, we, we usually always like love an enhancement talent because of their personality, like Rache Chanel, Red Velvet, Danny Jordan. But Lady Frost is honestly one of the first wrestlers that in AEW that I've seen, which I was, I love just by her arsenal that her, like her, Hello, words um like her kicks, her high kicks in the corner, and when she did the head scissors over there, that was so amazing. Like not a lot of women or men can put pull, can pull that off. So I just really think that there's a lot of like things to consider over there. I love what they're doing with Jenna though. I w- I want to know more about her. Like she's one of the more different women on the roster, on the on the roster, on the roster, and and. I was just a bit disappointed towards the end. Like, I like the new finisher that they debuted, but I'm like, really? Are we just going to ignore the rules for real? I know. The ref really like, said, let me know. Eva Lee was there for more than five seconds. That's all I know. So, mm-hmm. hello. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a pretty decent match, so to speak, but nothing special about it. You want to, shall we move on? Well, all I will say is Jamie Frost, Lady Frost. I miss seeing you. The last time I saw you, you covered your ear because Oscar kicked you in the head. But I, I hope I get to see you more. <laughs> so all. moving on with that, we got the final segment on the Age of the Dark. We got the Waiting Room by Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, with her guest this week, Ty Conti. So I was a bit. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm disappointed with what happened here. I thought there would have been more. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I want to know your thoughts first. So try go right ahead. Well, in terms of what they did for Ty Conti, um, the only nice thing that they did was clarify how we pronounce your name. <laughs> so it's Ty Conti. So whoever says Tay, um, that's a mortal sin. Okay, for the divas, um, the divas rule book. No more saying Tay Conti. Now I will say, I'm really happy that Britt Baker is doing this weekly. Um, well, maybe not weekly, but probably for now we'll see a lot of time. Um, talk show because it definitely showcases her great mic work. Um, and honestly, Reba is just <laughs> she's just such a star. Like in terms of her promos, <laughs> like like the way that she laughs at Britt's jokes, whereas everyone's just like no comment. It's just such a great duo, and I'm glad that they haven't split them up. For no reason, you know. I'm glad they're still together. In terms of Ty Conti, the a diva. Like I cannot forget the 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 dress that she wore. Was it a dress? Yeah, I believe it was a dress. But it was like it was like a turtleneck kind of thing. Yeah, but you know, TLDR, she looked great in it, and only divas have the power to do that. So we love that. Um, For real. I was expecting more from what they were going to ask um, Ty in the segment, but all they asked was, like, um, uh, your relationship. How do you pronounce your name? How do you pronounce your name? I was looking forward to something like, what are your plans in the company? I thought she was going to ask, when are you going to join About the, the Dark, dark Order. order. Exactly. Perfect. But you know what? They re- Britney really said no comment. But She was like, Dark yeah. Order who? Well, all I know about Ty Conti now after this segment was that she has great taste in 
um, wrestler favorites. You know, her one of her favorites is Serena Deeb. So period. And Red um, Velvet. And Red Velvet. And Sheeta. I and Sheeta. I gagged when she said Red Velvet. I was like, okay, she's a diva. Should have been Diva's champion. But all I will say is, it didn't really do much because what we're looking forward to to Ty Conti right now is like, what is her thing with the Dark Order? Is she aligned with the Dark Order? For real. Plan on signing the whole contract situation, which has been with her for months. Um, or is she just not gonna join? Anna she's yet? reading the terms and agreements. I know she's reading every single word and making sure that she's not doing like herself dirty. Because you know what, girl? To be fair, she's had a bad history with um factions in the past, <laughs> undisputed era, <laughs> and she was scammed. So maybe um. now she's she's rethinking her choices. And speaking of undisputed era. This is Brit. This is Brit Baker. So, oh my God, I just thought of that right Ooh, now. Oh, I think it's probably like I don't trust your man, so I don't trust you. But, anyways, um, personally, that's all I have to say. I love Ty Conti. Her matches have been amazing so far. Um, this segment didn't really do much for her. And just find one last thought. That guy in a jacket with no top on, honestly. A sir of a oh my god, what's his name? I am who was that? The one with Anthony Bowen? I, I don't know who I don't know who the other guy. I know the other one is Anthony Bowen. Yeah, the guy in the, the black only... jacket and he didn't have a shirt on. He he, he I didn't personally. The, and the only reason I know who Anthony Bowens is is because he's gay. And he I yeah, same I think here. he's gonna same ring here. the bell. <laughs> That's the only yeah, reason I, I know Anthony Bowen. Yeah. So, <laughs> whoever the so, guy he was with, he was smoking for me. Anyways, that's all. <laughs> So yeah, I'm just super disappointed they didn't say anything about the Dark Order. And I love Reba's face when Brit was like, um, it's important that we ev- what we pronounce everyone's name as they wanted it to pronounce. Right, Reba? That was so that was low-key fun. Like for real. Mm-hmm. Like Britt Baker and Reba feud. When? Just kidding, not anytime soon, please. The pairing is amazing. So shall we just move on? That's actually the last of Dark. So any final comments on Dark? Um, it was pretty, pretty fine with me. You know what? They gave us Red Velvet and Roche in the same week, and Ty Conti and Britt Baker and Reba. So mm-hmm. I'm gagged. I'm gagged. But in terms of match quality, um, it was a perf- It was a fine balance. You know, there were some matches that we pretty en- pretty much enjoyed, but some were repetitive. So it was a great balance. But I hope we get something new soon. That's it. Yeah, like I want to see like a big. Explore versus Penelope Ford in a dark match. Like Honestly. they kind of do that with the men sometimes. So why can't they do that with the women? So yeah. Um, I think the long pause between asking the question and Troy's answer was just enough saying that we should move on to the next show. Which is AEW Dynamite, and honestly, despite the minimal time that the women got, it still did so much, and I have so much shit to talk about in here. I, I so before yeah. before the much awaited um, matches we're going to talk about, there was a little segment where Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose. Uh, it was a Vicky, Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose segment where she basically just said that, "Oh, um, fuck Brandy Rhodes." Um, she's like. The Regina George of Big Swole, Serena Deep, and Red Velvet. And look at Jade Cargill, Nyla, and I. We're all very different people. We don't follow the herd. So mm-hmm. I just want to know what's 
I just want to know what's next with this, to be honest. Like, um, I, Jade is going after Jade is going after um Brandy. Vicky goes, is going after Brandy. Technically, um, Anna and Brandy has yet to like have a final hurrah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like Ali is literally infiltrating another part of her family. So who's gonna fight Brandy Rose first? That's true. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Well, all I have to say is remember when AJ Lee versus the world was a thing, and she faced the oh entire God, division. Yes. Brandy Rhodes, it's your turn, girl. And whose fault was it? Vicky Guerrero. I think it was Vicky Guerrero. Vicky Guerrero's influence. <laughs> Vicky Guerrero's influence. We're gonna bring oh my back God. the and when title. They- Oh my god! And when they name and when they name the casino battle royal into the Vicky Guerrero battle royal invitational instead, over for the girl. Oh my god! I'm imagining that. So yeah, um, more or less, um, that was that didn't really give much. But shall we just move on to the much-awaited match, girl? Let's let's just talk about it. So this match actually didn't really last that long, but Hikaru Shida defending her women's her women's championship going up against number five ranked Anna freaking J. So Troy, go right ahead. Okay, first of all, uh, I found it funny because um, when this match um, happened on live, you know, people were tweeting, live tweeting on Twitter. So I saw updates on my timeline and someone thought that it was the main event. And so I was like, no way. They let the women main event. Imagine. No way. And like, they were like, oh, it lasted five minutes. And then later on, they subtweeted and said, oh, it's not the main event. I was like, oh. I was so excited to like fangirl over the Anna J being the first woman to main event. Yes, Anna to J. Main not event. A homegrown. A homegrown. A talent main eventing. But you know what, girl? I guess we're yet to see main event matches from the women. So maybe in the future. But I can see why this didn't main event despite it being um, a title match. Because, girl, the time speaks for itself. This was... A Divas era match. Uh, <laughs> like to, to put it like simply, it, would, it was a Divas era match. But, you know, it did its thing. Um, Anna Jay losing really quick was really bittersweet for me. But at the same time, you really can't have Sheeta lose the title out of nowhere. Um, but for yeah, sure. I have to say, um, maybe let's talk about what happened after the match after you share your thoughts of the match itself. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about the match itself. I love the dynamic of Anna and Ty more. There was a video package that showcased this um, before the match started, and they're kind of giving me very Mean Girls kind of vibes, which also just makes me remind: Why the fuck hasn't Ty Conti signed the contract? Well, I have anyways, no child. Anyways, child, with this match in general, um, I didn't really expect a very long match, considering that Anna J is little over a year in the wrestling business and but although i have known that that this match could have been um 
could have been amazing. Maybe they just had their doubts. I don't know. But for what it's worth, it was honestly such a it was a pretty solid match. And the Jay's reversal from the Falcon Arrow was pretty good. She even got the yeah. Queen Slayer up there. And I also love the spot where Ty was giving her the chair. And then the ref got it. So the ref got distracted with Ty. And then um John Silver, I think, question mark. I don't really know the men in the Dark Order besides Brody Lee. So, John Silver, I think. Number five. Okay, his name is number five, so let's stick to that. Number five of the Dark Order. I might even get that wrong, but anyways, don't read me. So, one of the Dark Order members, so gave her, gave him, she just, gave her, I mean, gave her, she just, kendo stick, and Miss Anna J really took advantage of that leg. I'm surprised they even used that as like a storyline plot point, which is actually pretty True. clever with the little time that they had. So, um, you know, she hit it with it, but it did not work, of course. One, two, kick out. Um, Anna J with the Queen Slayer. Um, Falcon Arrow tease, but didn't happen. Do the Tamashi. One, two, three. She wins 21st straight win. Holy shit. Wow. <laughs> 21st and none of them were memorable. No, I'm kidding. We've, we've seen um, some great matches out of that 21. It's just that it was seen a the minority of the win. Yeah, that's true. Unfortunately. And it's not Sheeta's fault. It's, it's not her fault, it's, for sure. It's mostly, like, it's, most, it's mostly not memorable just because there's no storyline involved. Like, yeah, no build-up. At the top of my head, the, the two matches that are best for me are the, her match with Nyla Rose and Double or yeah. Nothing. The no disqualification oh, match and her Serena Deeb match. Oh yeah. So for sure. and those barely had shit going on. So yeah, maybe I don't know. Like give her a storyline or something. So but it looks like we are getting one pretty soon and I'm super excited. So shall we just talk about what Ooh. happened after the match? Let's shall we? Just talk about okay. it. I'm so ready. Let's do it. Okay, so after the match, we heard a very familiar theme song that we haven't heard in a while. It was the return of Miss Abaddon. And she literally had blood pouring all over the stage. She literally, she got Cheetah on her, she got so scared that she was on her butt and she had a championship in front of her. So Miss Abaddon got the championship and licked it, and the women's championship had blood over it. I think the Universal Championship tease. I was joking. No, <laughs> or the Raw Women's Championship. But honestly, what did you say about this door? This was very interesting, something different for sure. And what can you say about this feud now with with Sheeta and Abaddon? So up next, we got Ivelisse and Demonte going up against Lady Frost and the Bionic Beast Jenna. So let's just get the elephant out of the room. What do you think of the name change from Genocide to the Bionic Beast Jenna? Honestly, I'm not mad about it, but Genocide is definitely one of my favorite, like, for sure. Names but yeah, that's all I have to see for Jenna. I want another reason though. Like, why? <laughs> like, what's with the rebrand? Like, that's what I really want to know. But honestly, uh, 
Mm, we don't know. Let's see. So yeah, how about you give your input first on this match? Well, first of all, Lady Frost looks very familiar. And I'm not sure if we've seen hmm. her on WWE before. Um, Let me check it, Chow. Same. Like, I'm pretty sure she's been like, um, what do you call this? An enhancement talent for someone before. Okay, I'm looking at the video right now. Lady Frost. She looks so familiar. Didn't she like... Oh my god. Jamie Frost. Jamie Frost. Wait. Picked. <laughs> and then she lost. He was like, I'm gonna beat the streak tonight. And then she got hit with a chick kick. <laughs> <laughs> lost, I'm gonna right. beat the streak tonight. And then Oscar kicked her and then you know she died. Um that's why she looks so familiar. She's in she's in AEW now. Um, honestly, <laughs> I'm so happy that Pink is finally here on AEW. Oh my god. <laughs> What? <laughs> what about what about us? But yeah, that's all I have to say in terms of this match. You know, as I said in the past, I'm so sorry, Ivelisse and Diamante. You are super talented, but I'm not gagging anymore. Um, I love the medals; those are cute. You guys won the t- the tag team cup tournament, but where what are now? we headed? What now? You know, so maybe they're giving them these tag title tag titles. No, ma'am. These tag matches. Um, um we could dream. But you know they're probably having these tag matches to like keep them in the picture in the women's division for now. But you know what? As you said, I'm tired of these um, repetitive matches week after week. So I'm sorry. I mean, they have great moves, definitely. As as I said, they've had great in ring um, chemistry as a tag team. But in terms of like um, audience impact, we've seen this a lot of times already. So I'm sorry, but I'm not gagging anymore. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, there's just really not that much to say anymore with this match, except for the fact that, you know, um, we, we usually always like love an enhancement talent because of their personality, like Rache Chanel, Red Velvet, Danny Jordan. But Lady Frost is honestly one of the first wrestlers that in AW that I've seen, which I was, I love just by her arsenal that her, like her, Hello, words um like her kicks, her high kicks in the corner, and when she did the head scissors over there, that was so amazing. Like not a lot of women or men can put pull, can pull that off. So I just really think that there's a lot of like things to consider over there. I love what they're doing with Jenna though. I want I want to know more about her. Like she's one of the more different women on the roster on the on the roster on the roster and and. I was just a bit disappointed towards the end. Like, I like the new finisher that they debuted, but I'm like, really? Are we just going to ignore the rules for real? I know. The ref really like, said, let me not. Eva <laughs> Lee was there for more than five seconds. That's all I know. So, mm. hello. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a pretty decent match, so to speak, but nothing special about it. You want to, shall we move on? Well, all I will say is Jamie Frost, Lady Frost. I missed seeing you. The last time I saw you, you covered your ear because Asuka kicked you in the head. But I, I hope I get to see you more. <laughs> so all. moving on with that, we got the final segment on the AW Dark. We got The Waiting Room by Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, with her guest this week, Ty Conti. 
So I was a bit. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm disappointed with what happened here. I thought there would have been more. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I want to know your thoughts first. So try going ahead. Well, in terms of what they did for Ty Conti, um, the only nice thing that they did was clarify how we pronounce your name. <laughs> so it's Ty Conti. So whoever says Tay, um, that's a mortal sin. Okay, for the divas, um, the divas rule book. No more saying Tay Conti. Now I will say, I'm really happy that Britt Baker is doing this weekly. Um, well, maybe not weekly, but probably for now we'll see a lot of time. Um, talk show because it definitely showcases her great mic work. Um, and honestly, Reba is just <laughs> she's just such a star. Like in terms of her promos, <laughs> like like the way that she laughs at Britt's jokes, whereas everyone's just like no comment. It's just such a great duo, and I'm glad that they haven't split them up. For no reason, you know. I'm glad they're still together. In terms of Ty Conti, the a diva. Like I cannot forget the 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 dress that she wore. Was it a dress? Yeah, I believe it was a dress. But it was like a, it was like a turtleneck kind of a, thing. Yeah, but you know, TLDR, she looked great in it, and only divas have the power to do that. So we love that. Um, For real. Honestly, I was expecting more from what they were going to ask um, Ty in the segment, but all they asked was, like, um, uh, your relationship. How do you pronounce your name? How do you pronounce your name? I was looking forward to something like, what are your plans in the company? I thought she was going to ask, when are you going to About the, the dark, dark order. order. Exactly. Perfect. But you know what? They re- Britney really said no comment. But She was like, dark yeah. order. Well, all I know about Ty Conti now after this segment was that she has great taste in um, wrestler favorites. You know, her one of her favorites is Serena Deeb. So period. And um, Red Velvet. And Red Velvet. And Sheeta. And Sheeta, I gagged. When she said Red Velvet, I was like, okay, she's a diva. Should have been diva's champion. But all I will say is it didn't really do much because what we're looking forward to to Ty Conti right now is like, what is her thing with the Dark Order? Is she aligned with the Dark Order? For real. Plan on signing the whole contract situation, which has been with her for months. Um, or is she just not going to join? Anna she's yet? reading the terms and agreements. I know. She's reading every single word and making sure that she's not doing like herself dirty. Because you know what, girl? To be fair, she's had a bad history with um, factions in the past. <laughs> Undisputed Era. <laughs> and she was scammed, so maybe um, now she she's rethinking her choices. And speaking of undisputed era, this is Brit. This is Brit Baker. So, oh my God, I just thought of that right ooh, now. Oh, I think it's <laughs> probably like I don't trust your man, so I don't trust you. But, anyways, um, personally, that's all I have to say. I love Ty Conti. Her matches have been amazing so far. Um, this segment didn't really do much for her. And just find one last thought. That guy in a jacket with no top on, honestly, a sir of a what's his name? I am interested. who was that? The one with Anthony Bowen? I, I don't know who I don't know who the other guy. I know the I, other one is Anthony Bowen. Yeah, the guy in the, the black only... jacket and he didn't have a shirt on. He 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 looks I didn't personal. The, and the only reason I know who Anthony Bowen is is because he's gay. And he I yeah, same I think here. he's gonna same ring here. the bell. <laughs> That's the only yeah, reason I, I know Anthony Bowen. <laughs> Whoever the so, guy he was with, he was smoking for me. Anyways, that's all. 
So yeah, I'm just super disappointed they didn't say anything about the Dark Order. And I love Reba's face when Brit was like, um, it's important that we ev- what we pronounce everyone's name as they wanted it to pronounce. Right, Reba? That was so that was low-key fun. Like for real. Mm-hmm. Like Britt Baker and Reba Feud. When? Just kidding, not anytime soon, please. The pairing is amazing. So shall we just move on? That's actually the last of Dark. So any final comments on Dark? Um, it was pretty, pretty fine with me. You know what? They gave us Red Velvet and Roche in the same week, and Ty Conti and Britt Baker and Reba. So mm-hmm. I'm gagged. I'm gagged. But in terms of match quality, um, it was a perf- It was a fine balance. You know, there were some matches that we pretty en- pretty much enjoyed, but some were repetitive. So it was a great balance. But I hope we get something new soon. That's it. Yeah, like I want to see like a big. Explore versus Penelope Ford in a dark match. Like Honestly. they kind of do that with the men sometimes. So why can't they do that with the women? So yeah. Um, I think the long pause between asking the question and Troy's answer was just enough saying that we should move on to the next show. Which is AEW Dynamite. And honestly, despite the minimal time that the women got, it still did so much, and I have so much shit to talk about in here. I, I know so before before the much-awaited um, matches we're going to talk about, there was a little segment where Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose, uh, it was a Vicky, Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose segment, where she basically just said that, oh, um, fuck Brandy Rhodes. Um, she's like the Regina George of Big Swole, Serena Deep, and Red Velvet. And look at Jade Cargill, Nyla, and I. We're all very different people. We don't follow the herd. So I just want to know what's... I just want to know what's next with this, to be honest. Like, um, I, Jade is going after Jade is going after um Brandy. Vicky goes, is going after Brandy. Technically, um, Anna and Brandy has yet to like have a final hurrah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, Ali is literally infiltrating another part of her family. So, who's gonna fight Brandy Rhodes first? That's true. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Well, all I have to say is remember when AJ Lee versus the world was a thing and she faced the oh entire my God, division. Brandy yes. Rhodes, it's your turn, girl. And whose fault was it? <laughs> Vicky Guerrero. I think it was Vicky Guerrero's, Vicky Guerrero's influence. <laughs> Vicky Guerrero's influence. We're going to bring oh back God. the and title. They- Oh my god, and when they name and when they name the Casino Battle Royal into the Vicky Guerrero Battle Royal Invitational instead. Over for the girl. Oh my god, I'm imagining that. So yeah, um more or less, um that was that didn't really give much, but shall we just move on to the much awaited match? Girl, let's let's just talk about it. So this match actually didn't really last that long, but Hikaru Shida defending her women's her women's championship going up against number five ranked Anna freaking J. So Troy, go right ahead. First of all, uh, I found it funny because um, when this match um, happened on live, you know, people were tweeting live tweeting on Twitter. So I saw updates on my timeline and someone thought that it was the main event 
And so I was like, no way. They let like, the women main event. Imagine. No Imagine. And like, they were like, oh, it lasted five minutes. And then later on, they subtweeted and said, oh, it's not the main event. I was like, oh. I was so excited to like fangirl over the Anna J being the first woman to main event. Yes, Anna J. To main event. A homegrown. A homegrown. The new talent main eventing. But you know what, girl? I guess we're yet to see main event matches from the women. So maybe in the future. But I can see why this didn't main event despite it being um, a title match. Because, girl, the time speaks for itself. This was a Divas era match. Uh, <laughs> like to, to put it like simply, it, would, it was a Divas era match. But, you know, it did its thing. Um, Anna Jay losing really quick was really bittersweet for me. But at the same time, you really can't have Sheeta lose the title out of nowhere. Um, but yeah, that's sure. all I have to say. Um, maybe let's talk about what happened after the match after you share your thoughts of the match itself. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the match itself. I love the dynamic of Anna and Ty more. There was a video package that showcased this um, before the match started. And they're kind of giving me very Mean Girls kind of vibes, which also just makes me remind, why the fuck hasn't Ty Conti signed the contract? Well, anyways, child. Anyways, child, with this match in general, um, I didn't really expect a very long match considering that Anna Jay is little over a year in the wrestling business and but although i have no doubt that this match could have been um could have been amazing maybe they just had their doubts i don't know but for what it's worth it was honestly such a it was a pretty solid match and jay's reversal from the falcon arrow was pretty good she even got the queen slayer up there and i also love the spot where ty was giving her the chair and then the ref got it so the ref got distracted with ty and then um John Silver, I think, question mark. I don't really know the men in the Dark Order besides Brody Lee. So, John Silver, I think. Number five. Okay, his name is number five, so let's stick to that. Number five of the Dark Order. I might even get that wrong, but anyways, don't read me. So, one of the Dark Order members, so gave her, gave him, she just, gave her, I mean, gave her, she just, kendo stick. And... Miss Anna J really took advantage of that leg. I'm surprised they even used that as like a storyline plot point, which is actually pretty True. clever with the little time that they had. So, um, you know, she hit it with the, but it did not work, of course. One, two, kick out. Um, Anna J with the Queen Slayer, um, Falcon Arrow tease, but didn't happen. Do the Tamashi. One, two, three, she wins. Twenty first straight win. Holy shit! Wow. <laughs> And none of them were memorable. No, I'm kidding. We've we've seen um, some great matches out of that 21. It's just that it was the minority of the win. Yeah, that's true. Unfortunately, and it's not Sheeta's fault. It's it's not her fault. It's it's mostly like it's most it's mostly not memorable just because there's no storyline involved. Like no build up. At the top of my head, the the two matches that are best for me are the her match with Nyla Rose and Double or Nothing. The no disqualification oh, match and her Serena Deeb match. Oh yeah. So for sure. and those barely had shit going on. So yeah, maybe I don't know. Like give her a storyline or something. So but it looks like we are getting one pretty soon and I'm super excited. So shall we just talk about what Ooh. happened after the match? Let's shall we? Just talk about okay. it. I'm so ready. Let's just-
Let's do it. Okay, so after the match, we heard a very familiar theme song that we haven't heard in a while. It was the return of Miss Abaddon. And she literally had blood pouring all over the stage. She literally, she got Cheetah on her, she got so scared that she was on her butt and she had a championship in front of her. So Miss Abaddon got the championship and licked it and the women's championship had blood over it. I think the universal championship tease, I was joking, no, <laughs> or the Raw Women's Championship. But honestly, what can you say about this door? This was very interesting. Something different for sure. And what can you say about this feud now with, with Sheeta and Abaddon? Thank <laughs> you. 